Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss Does I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Normally, this podcast is where Jordan North and I help you navigate the challenges of modern life, but we're not in normal times. And indeed, my regular co-host Jordan North is currently in a derelict castle in Wales on the ITV programme, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. So throughout his time on the show, I'll be coming at you daily with a special podcast to help you keep up to date with everything our northern friend gets up to. You should know by now that I'm William Hansen, by day an etiquette coach. I'm more castle, Jordan's more castle. In this podcast, I may not have Jordan with me, but that doesn't mean I'm alone. Lingering up to the microphone like the stench of a rotting maggot that's been in Beverly Callard's lingerie for a few hours too long, we welcome producer Ben. See, you just said before we turn the microphones on that you're going to get more and more insulting as the three weeks go. (laughs) If that's the level we're at, it's day two. (laughs) It's quite famous. There's a famous little thing going on that I'm very sensitive. How am I going to... I'm going to be worse than Jordan by the end of this. He's on the up, I'm on the down. Um, One thing that I do want to pick you up on again. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. If we are about to talk about your co-host, get over his fears. I think you need to get over your fear with here and pronounce it properly and get into it like Anton Deck do. Uh, Somebody we all know, uh, Pete on Twitter, tweeted, I'm very much enjoying this series of I'm Jordan North, get me out of here, which uh, I think is is very true. But Ben, um, looking back on when we first met, I cannot escape and I I cannot forget. Baby, you're the one. You still turn me on. You can make me whole again. Wow, what an honour. Yes, coming up, I'll be chatting to a former queen of the jungle, Kerry Katona. She of Atomic Kitten fame. She'll be telling us what she thinks Jordan needs to do to stay in the castle and, hopefully, 
be crowned king. I'm really, really, really rooting for him. I really am. But the only thing that Jordan's going to do is get stronger. Is it only- that, well, he honest. can't get any weaker. Let's be honest, he's down here at the minute. Isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> right, have you got the D? I do. Right, let's... Oh. Another pre-mixed. Yes, I am drinking out of a pre-mixed bottle from sexmyboss.com slash by the D. It's much like a bow tie. No one does a manual bow tie. Oh, don't let's not go down this line because you and I are going to have a serious argument. No one needs to do a manual GND because you can buy it from the website. Who should we toast? I think we toast the Macarena. Macarena, I think Jordan said, but yes. And was it, which is correct. It's like Nan and Nan bread all over again. It's Macarena. It's Macarena. It's Macarena. But I, I think Jordan said it wrong, basically. Ole, or whatever you say. Mm, delicious. It's prepared me for, for what is, is to come. And maybe even if Jordan had had a and d before he had done that hideous uh, trial, he would have been slightly calmer with it. That, that in a moment, but it was teased right at the top of the show with a will he or won't he, is he or isn't he going to do it. That was what was there to whet the viewer's appetite at the start of the show. And it was suddenly at, at nine o'clock when the show started, I thought, ah, on second thoughts, voting for Jordan to do this trial yesterday may not have been the right thing to do. What have we done? I was so close to crying. I think I did cry. I, I, I struggled to cry at films, but I was, I was that level where emotions were just high. And if I wanted to... If I didn't want to be embarrassed, then I I could have let go because it was heartbreaking from the off. And I can't say I regretted voting for him. I was still excited to see what would happen, but I was I was pretty close to regretting it. Yes, um, I, I I regretted it. Um, uh, I, I regretted it throughout the entire episode. Although I'm obviously very pleased that that you know with the outcome that happened, which which we'll get on to. Um, something that we perhaps shouldn't overlook is. The bathroom and things that went on in the bathroom. For those that didn't watch it, uh, Jordan and fellow northerner Vernon Kay went off to the bathroom and pumped it up together. Are you ready, big guy? I'm ready. Here we go. Here we go. Woo! Yes, Dave. Oh. oh, that's so good. Oh, yes, Vernon. Are you going to go faster? <laughs> No, you're at a good place. Like that, like that. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Oh, that's got to be the most fun I've had in the show in a long time. And then, then they, then they moved into doing a bit of dancing, uh, and much discussion about the dancing. They did the Maca. Oh, I can't. What is it? Macarena. Macarena. Well, that was Jordan's idea. Was the Macarena? Oh, I think was that his idea? Holly Arnold had suggested that they all get up and move about, and it sort of turned into some sort of weird exercise video where they were all just doing it together. They did the time warp. It was a lovely moment. They did do the time warp. I didn't actually know what that was, to be honest with you. Oh, you've never watched Rocky Horror Picture Show? No. So that one, that reference went over my head. And then we had Jordan and Beverly Callard's loving that continued as Jordan confessed that he used to watch Beverly Callard's workout videos vicariously. Uh, Probably, I imagined it, he was sort of, as a child peeping over the sofa, or as he'd say, Satie, watching his mother work out to uh, to Beverly Callard's workout videos. And I have indeed text Wendy North to see if she did have those uh, those videos. And would you like to know what the answer was? I would absolutely love to hear it. 
This is straight from the horse's mouth. I mean that in the nicest possible way, Wendy. Um, she says, yeah. Can I do Wendy's voice? Is that fair? I mean, Jordan has done your mum's voice once or twice in the podcast, so I'd suggest yes. Yes, but the, the, the difference between the voice I'm about to do and the voice that Jordan does of my mother is that mine is startlingly closer to reality than Jordan's voice of my mother. Hang on a sec. I mean, I disagree with that, but we haven't got time. Get on with the text. Yes, I did, actually. I got overzealous one day with my wash and tumble dryer and the workout kit was sent to Ryan to do his GCCPA exam with my leopard print leotard and I had his school shorts to work out with Bev. He was mortified. I wasn't best pleased, TBF. I mean, there you go. What a story. She did also add that all of the Norths are super proud of Jordan, as I think everybody that we know is as well. Hashtag get behind Jordan. Everyone's involved. So once that little uh, love in the Beverly Callard dance routine with with quite a lot of information about uh, leotards and exactly where it got to in the charts, which I didn't really understand that bit, uh, Jordan then admitted that actually he missed Mo Farah's crowning moment. Perhaps the only reason that Mo Farah is indeed on the programme uh, Jordan, as always, completely oblivious. <laughs> I mean, you've, ju- you've just said the only reason that Mo Farah is on the programme, one of the, the most successful athletes of all time. I'll ignore that. Uh, yeah, Jordan, how how can he pick out so many stories about this random... He's got a story for everything. ...conglomeration of celebrities. He's just pulls out of the bag. He missed Super Saturday. I equally was teaching a residential course to a group of Chinese in Cheshire, so I missed it too, which is perhaps why Jordan and I are friends. And I was pushing trolleys at Tesco and Bulldog that night. I missed the, I missed the most of it as well. <laughs> I honestly had no idea what was going on until I, I went home and I decided to treat myself to a Chinese takeaway. And, and on the sort of TV, on the cabinet, was Greg Rutherford, I think, won another of the golds on Super Saturday. And he was jumping for, for gold, as it turned out. So we've all got our own stories. We all didn't watch it, but Jordan's probably the best because he could actually tell Mo Farah about it. True. Um, off off he went, taken with Shane Ritchie to do the Viper vaults. And Giovanna commented that Jordan is so full of fear. He was full of fear before he actually even left the confines of the camp. And this, when he started to shake, as Anton Deck explained the trial, struggling to actually take in and understand the instructions, that is when I didn't know how to feel. I didn't know whether to think, wow, Jordan, this is going to be the making of you, to Jordan will be back answering listeners' problems by the end of the week. I didn't quite know how to feel. I was conflicted. Yeah, it was. I mean, I don't think I was much conflicted. I was just really quite scared for him at that point. I mean, half me did wonder, it's a chicken and egg situation, whether the shaking was because he didn't understand the instructions or (laughs) the other way around. Um, But... I was getting all sorts of texts. My mum texted me before the show started saying that she was worried for Jordan, seeing everything going on. Obviously, Anton Deck on Instagram stories, if you didn't see, had said this was possibly the best trial from 20 series of the show, which is saying something. So we were all just absolutely just enthralled, waiting to see what what happened in, in those vaults. Did you pick up the point where he was then talking to Shane and Anton Deck and his voice started to go? I did. That was what got me. Oh, it was it was hard. Jordan and I have had some very deep, meaningful conversations over the years, but I've never actually heard his voice go where he's about to break down in tears. 
and and that was that was it was it was a difficult watch as I as I know it was for for a lot of his friendship circle as well. He he became paler and paler and paler to the point where it's not often that between out of well the three of us that Jordan is the palest. You are normally always suspiciously tanned. I am normally three sheets lighter than death, but not <laughs> not tonight. Jordan was like Casper the friendly ghost. That is a great comparison. Yeah, he was extremely pale, shaking beyond belief, and it it, it looked like he wasn't going to start it. I think the the issue for Jordan was that they said, if one of you says I'm a sub to get me out of here, then it's both of you. I think that if it was, oh, Shane can get five, and I, I'll just sort of, I can't do this because this is absolutely two of my worst fears... Maybe, maybe that would have happened. I don't know. I think Jordan actually probably would have fought through it. But that the fact that they said that that if he left, it would mean the end for for both of them. I think that just he just knew that he had to get in there and he had to to try his best. My my suspicion is that although there was a lot of um, building up to doing that trial, there probably was a lot more building up to doing that trial when they recorded it. Completely. Oh, goodness me. He would have just been sat there absolutely shaking like a leaf. It, I, I think at this point, probably admit, taking however many weeks it took for him to admit to the G&D what his birthday present from me was this year, now seems incredibly trivial. And I think anything that you and I try to now throw at Jordan, we're going to go, <laughs> it, can't, it can't be worse than Viper Vault. It can't be worse. Well, we'll try. <laughs> G&D <Divas. laughs> Keep subscribed because I'm sure we will try when he's back with us. And then he did it. He got in. There he was, tied up in a box. Many flashbacks for Jordan. He kind of liked that element until the lid then came on top of him. Um, for those that didn't watch the programme last night, Viper Vault uh, was where both Jordan and Shane had to get into this coffin in the ground. They were locked into it, strapped in by their feet, I think and then had to read out combination locks to each other. They had five combination boxes, little mini safes in their own boxes, and then sort of as as Jordan would listen to Shane reading out a code, he had to put that into his safe, get out the star, put it in his bag, and get as many stars as possible. There were five in each of the vaults, and they got nine in the end. Jordan North did it, and I echo what I said on Twitter, unbelievably proud we didn't necessarily think he was going to do it and what got him there ben thinking about his happy place happy place turf more happy place would you not have loved it if he went happy place dressing gown belt happy place dressing gown belt <laughs> happy place dressing gown belt i would have loved it yeah that would have been, been great. that would have been immense but turf more it's a place that you and i have been with jordan so we have been to jordan north's happy place which i don't think many people have can say <laughs> Many people have dreamed about being taken to Jordan North's happy place. But none none have taken a tour around it and spent several hours there, which we did. I have sung I Want the D at full volume. In Jordan North's happy place. At Jordan North's happy place. There we go. Which if only we knew very... if only we knew at that moment that one day Jordan would be taken to a, a castle in Wales, <laughs> shoved into a box underground with sixty snakes 
And he'd be thinking back to that moment with you and I. Indeed. Well, I, he probably wasn't. He was probably thinking of like football matches that have taken place and when Burnley have won. I suspect. Well, Anton Deck made comment, and and as the sort of resident football lad, Burnley. I don't think they've 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 hardly won this season. All right, I'm bored of this. I don't. Let, don't Sorry. Let's not. Let's not do. Uh, let's not do football chat. But he did just amazingly well. He did. He he did brilliantly. Just got into it, and the the screaming noises he made at the start were quite something, but. The more time he spent underground, I think the more he settled within himself. And although it was still petrifying for him, he did get to that happy place, which I think is probably the, the, the biggest hurdle to overcome. And he stayed there and he was absolutely buzzing. And what it meant for the camp was that they would get a, a delicious meal later that night. So, I mean, nothing wrong with that. Well, we'll come on to that. We'll come on to that because I I would be very cross if I were Jordan having to, to go through that. The, the great news is that he will never have to pay for a ticket again uh, at Burnley Football Club. He's basically going to be sat on the turf every time he wants to turn up. In fact, Burnley were tweeting about it. They tweeted hashtag happy place. Uh, lots of other football clubs. I'm led to believe, uh, I don't follow a lot of football accounts, tweeted similar things. A lot of them winning at uh, Turf more. Lads, lads, lads. Hilarious. Uh, but it's it's great PR for Burnley. And the Wikipedia page, which a lot of people spotted that... Turf Moor has a Wikipedia page, obviously, and it is now titled Jordan North's Happy Place, which is lovely. I think a lot of people had to had to search for what Turf Moor was. I, even the only reason I knew is through my friendship with Jordan slash from going there. But there probably was a lot of people. I was imagining my parents when they when they sort of sober themselves up and watch that eventually. <laughs> I think they will be uh, thinking, "What on earth is Turf Moor?" I don't think they'll know. It sounds like some sort of park. Well, it, it was a park, wasn't it? We learned the history. If you want to know the history, listen back to the state visit to Burnley. It's a past episode of this very podcast. To then come out of that experience, and as we say, well done, Jordan, and then the little bell rings, and up comes their, their food, they've, and they've won eels. <laughs> I would be utterly livid. I would I would want my money back for having to sit through all of that, and you get... Eels. I thought they'd get fillet steak, nice bit of Welsh lamb. No. Eels. I wouldn't. I wouldn't eat that any day well, of the week. Well, it's bush tucker, isn't it? It's the it's the name of the game. Sometimes you do get stuff that resembles meat that's edible. Yeah, but don't go through all of that. Could it, can you not say in this program? I don't know. Can you not go? Can I just ask what we're competing for, William? And then when they say it's eels, no. you're like, I'll stick to beans and rice. It's entertaining. It, that's half the that's the fun of it. And then Anton Deck uh, infiltrated the camp to announce who is doing today's trial, the trial that we will see in tonight's show. And Kel Surprise, I was at school with him. Kel Surprise, <laughs> it's Jordan. Oh. Jordan, coupled with Bev and Vernon, who we haven't seen either of them do a trial, and they are doing frights of the round table. And this looks like, producer Ben, what does this look like? Picky tea. Jordan is going to be in heaven. And I, for one, can't wait to see it. We're back again. He he is bound to call it a picky tea. Oh, he has to. And as soon as he does, I'll, don't don't worry, I'll be tweeting about it. So get on out six of my boss. <laughs> Twitter's been pretty wild for the last couple of nights. But if he says the words picky tea tomorrow night, he potentially might break the internet. It'll be like Sir David Attenborough joining Instagram all over again. It will just melt, which is ironic for David Attenborough because he's very anti-melting. <laughs> well, we'll see. I think it's just bound to be 
top quality entertainment. And the, and the, the difference between this trial and what we've seen last night is that I don't think we need to have a bone in our body that feels sorry for Jordan. Obviously, it's disgusting, but it's not a phobia. It's just putting something disgusting that's probably going to be some sort of penis or ball or, or some sort of genitalia from an animal in Wales into his mouth, and it'll be funny. I think psychologically for him, it's disgusting, it's icky. Nobody wants to, to eat all of that, but... It's not an enclosed space, it's not heights, it's not snakes, and it's not rats. He'll be saying that to himself. He's very good at, um, yeah, just put, keeping himself in that happy place. I think he'll just be saying, picky tea, picky tea, picky tea, picky tea, picky tea, picky tea. If, we, if only we could be in Jordan North's head. I think for a brief moment last night, we saw how Jordan's mind works, because he just repeated, happy place, happy place, turf moor. So I think that's what goes on his head all the time. So tomorrow it'll be, picky tea, picky tea, picky tea, picky tea. Honestly, some of the picky teas he's rated with good ratings on that Twitter, they look much more disgusting than anything will be on a plate tonight. Indeed. Now, we'll wait to see what tonight's show brings. Make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you can wake up to find producer Ben and I whispering into your ears or whatever you want to do. Uh, We also really want you to spread the word about Sex with My Boss. So please tell your quality friends, your family, use the hashtag GetBehindJordan and, of course, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Later on, we will hear if Kerry Katona has any tips for our Jordan. And we'll have another all-important Skylight update from our news correspondent, Flatmate Joe. But lots of people who listened to my chat with Jordan's mum yesterday said how much they enjoyed a little replay of a classic Jordan's joke of the week. So much to my disappointment, producer Ben has decided we should play another one. Right now. So here's some vintage dad comedy from Mr. North. A bloke goes into a pharmacy and says, have you got any lube, pal? And the pharmacist says, no, we've ran out. Have you tried boots? He says, I want a sliding, not marching. <laughs> How we miss his wonderful comedy. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is an introduction to the podcast that gets a flavor for your neighbor. Peering over the fence when things have got tense. With the most outrageous tales of your next door fails. The time has come for you to listen to... Score Next Door. My name's Rich Williams. And I'm Emma Jones. Score Next Door is our brand new podcast. And we think you're going to love it. Hopefully a bit more than you love your neighbours. There's a new episode every Wednesday, so search for us wherever you listen to your podcast to find out what all the fuss is about. And if you do love your neighbours, you might as well listen to the people that hate theirs. Yeah, why not? I'm usually the only queen around here, but today we have another. In a moment, you can hear my chat with Kerry Katona, she of Atomic Kitten fame. But before that, it's time for another update from our news correspondent, Jordan's flatmate, Joe. For those of you who have listened to this podcast before or heard him on the radio, you'll know that Jordan has a habit for leaving his bedroom skylight open. Many people, myself included, have been very worried about whether he has shut his skylight before he went to Wales. Let us just go now live to Sky Light News to see if the skylight is still closed. Joe, is Jordan's skylight still closed? Hello, William. Yeah, it's the question that very often gets the nation talking, and I am pleased to report that the skylight remains closed. Flatmate Joe, Skylight News, Jordan's room. Thank you, Joe. Wonderful reporting there. Listen tomorrow for more Skylight News. Now, for every episode of this castle-themed series, I'll be joined by another member of Team Jordan to laugh, cry or cringe at his castle capers. Today, I'm pleased to welcome Kerry Cotone. Hello, William. How are you? I'm really well. Very excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, what are your thoughts on Jordan so far? Jordan is a male version of me when I was in jungle. <laughs> really, in what way? He's a big scaredy cat, isn't he, really? Just, mm. He's a big crybaby. The first week, all I did was cry. I got nicknamed the Warrington Winger. <laughs> <laughs> they just called me Warrington Winger, and I think the, the bookies had bets on me walking. I'm watching Jordan. It's like my heart breaks for him. I thought, God, that that's that is how I was. I was exactly the same. Mm. Also, I had to walk down this hill. We might read. It was only hill. It was just a hill. That's scary enough. And then I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. It was only a bleeding hill. And you had to walk down it, that not up it. it. I just had walked down it. Gravity was on my side and everything. And they ended up bringing in the paramedics. And I was on gas and air. I've only won the shows, to be honest with you. <laughs> but did you throw up? Yeah. Well, I, oh God, you did. Yeah, I got. I think I actually. Um, I got voted to do the first challenge, and that was it. I was. Oh. Um, I can't do. It. I thought if, if I pretend to be ill, 
they might give me a sick note and I won't have to do it, but it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. If you are the Warrington Winger, not not my words, um, <laughs> do you think that makes Jordan a Burnley? Oh, what could he be? Let's think of a name, Kerry. A Burnley... Burnley... Blubber. Burnley Blubber. But I can't even say that. I can think of a few other words, but we, it's a, this is a family yeah, I can't show. Play it yeah, on it, no, we can't. Really. I'll be honest, Kerry, and, and our listeners know this. I have never really watched the program <gasps> until this year, and then Jordan's <gasps> on it. So, yeah, I'm really sorry. Right, I'm going to hang up right now. Okay, no, 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 please don't, please don't, because otherwise it'll be a very short episode. But what I can gather about the show is that the public, like, like, exactly, you are the template, seem to like it when these celebrities do stick it out and just knuckle down and get on with it rather than saying the the name of the title and and demanding that they go. Do you think if Jordan is able to do these uncomfortable trials that that will stand him in good stead for the rest of the show? Yeah, I think it's 100%. It's your underdog, isn't it? I know we all like using this word in the industry, a journey. But when you're actually watching somebody almost grow and adapt and um, take control of their own fears. It's quite a fascinating thing to watch, really, isn't it? I think if Jordan gives everything a good go, even though he's scared, people are going to fall in love with him. For some reason, as a society, we're a bit cruel like that, aren't we? (laughs) We like watching people go through hell, don't we? (laughs) We do. I really, I really like him already. I really, I, my my favourites in there so far. Well, I know Shane Ritchie. Our kids went to the same school. Yep. Uh, I like Shane. He's a good lad. I, I know Vernon. Vernon's absolutely lovely. And Jordan, they they've got to be my three favourites so far. I love Bev as well. I really like. She's Bev. lovely. Well, Jordan's getting very handsy with with Beverly Callow. Saw Sti- that. Sticking her hands, trying to pull out her spider. Yes, I know. Oh, I wonder if it had eight legs or not, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, we're going into the jungle, when you went into the jungle, not the castle, um, what was your worst fear? Did you overcome it? I think Vernon said it last night. It's the unknown of not knowing what you're doing. No two days are the same, but going into something like that that is so... We wasn't educated on it. Obviously, mm. I did the third series, so it was still relatively quite yeah, new, really. Yeah. And I was living in Ireland at the time because I was McFadden. My name was Kerry McFadden there. We won't go there. We haven't got all night. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and we didn't really watch it in Ireland. So I remember coming over and my mum saying, oh, you've got to do it, you've got to do it. So I didn't really know what I was getting myself in for. Mm. And I think that's the biggest fear is the unknown that's a, that's the biggest fear, as well as spiders and and snakes and starvation and rats and you know, we can't <laughs> sometimes. So if it's fear of the unknown, this year, obviously, because for all of us, for not just the, the celebrities, but the, the audience, we have no idea what's coming up because it's never been in Wales in a castle. So do you think you'd cope better or worse this year? I think if, if that was me going in the castle now, I'd be really excited because... When I did the show the first time around, I was just really excited to be asked to be part of an adventure. Mm. And I think being one of the first celebrities to do the castle, because I've heard a rumour that they might want to do it every other year at the castle. 
I think that's a real. I was thinking. I was talking with some friends today on the phone, and I think they might alternate. Yeah, because it's such a great setup, isn't it? Really. Um, yeah, it's gorgeous. I, I think it's absolutely stunning. I'm a proper history buff, so anything like that, I, I'd absolutely hmm. go. Watching Jordan's VT last night, it was like, <laughs> why are you doing it? He's scared of everything, isn't he? <laughs> uh, it, literally, every, every fear that that boy has, this programme has it. I, I'm surprised I, he even likes his own shadow, to be honest with you, the way he was going on last night, bless him. Oh, he doesn't. Sometimes he flinches at that. <laughs> I think what he's got to try and remember, even as a camp, if someone comes back with no stars, you are gutted. But the morale of the camp, because you're all going through it, you're all kind of like, that's all right, you know. But you personally, you think, oh, oh, my goodness. So much so that at one point I think I was going to walk because it was like, I'm just letting everybody down. The pressure that he's going to feel on his shoulders, that if he doesn't do well, no one's going to eat and it's all nice and happy at the minute in the camp. I'm sure you've noticed everyone's, you know, laughing and joking. But just wait till that hunger kicks in. The mood swings will change. Oh, really? Okay, and who do you think will be the first to snap? Who, who's going to be the most annoying? I think Jane Ritchie will oh. change first. He's a man, isn't he? He's quite a big fella. And Vernon, I don't know. Even though, like, the, I think the men feel it first. Okay. No, because they the, the non-stop eaters and like you know I was in there with Razor Roderick and he, he he was the first one to start getting grumpy. He's a big oh. big fella, do you know what I mean? And, and when yeah. the starvation kicks in, that's when you start going a bit daft, and they really really okay. don't feed you. They're really cruel. Do you have to do you have to sort of sign something in your contract to go? Yes, I'm aware this is probably breaking every human rights convention that there is, but I'm okay with that. I actually don't think I looked at my contract to be honest. I think my agent was just so made up that I was getting a bit of a TV time that she just signed me up for it. Get on there, she's like, I'm never going to do anything like that again in my lifetime. I'll never off my own back just for the sake of it on a Saturday. Go, hey, I know. Let's bury myself in garden and put a load of snakes on me. Hey, should we do that about two o'clock? <laughs> Yeah, you're never going to do that off your no, own back, are you? No, not with you in your right mind. That's what I mean, but what a great adventure. I mean, I, I've done things that I never thought I'd ever do in a million years. So I think Georgian, I just, we're all really, because he's such a lovely bloke, he's such a nice lad. If it's somebody that you don't like, you know, you really want them to fail, really, don't you? That's what you want. But yeah. With Georgian, because he's so likeable and such a nice guy, we're really willing and come on, you can do this, because I know he will regret it if he goes, I'm a celebrity to get me out of here. He will. He will He will, He will. will really, really regret it. I think he's going to get a lot of stick from people back home and, and the viewers as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah, we'll be livid. The moment we can talk to him again, we'll be telling him off. Um, if you were in that castle, based on what we, the little we have seen of the campmates, who would you find the most annoying? Um, and I think the reason I can't even remember the name the oh, the one who went OBE. Oh, MBE. Uh, what's her name? Holly Arnold, MBE. Holly, yeah. And I think the reason why is because Ant and Deck do have an influence over who you like and who you don't because when they script it into their intellectual VTs that they do, when they put a joke in there or they're taking the mick out of somebody, us as an audience kind of follow suit, don't we? Yeah. So they've already focusing on her taking the mick out of her really aren't they so they we kind of follow it suit a little bit 
she looks lovely. Everyone seems really nice. It's a bit too early to tell, isn't it, really? If it were you or me, and we, we I mean, neither of us, I think, have an MBE or anything like that, we wouldn't be there saying uh, <laughs> William Hanson, you know CPE. Yeah, I know I'm the Gold Coast Katora car crash. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that would endear you. You know what I mean? I think that would be t- fine. You can't top that. <laughs> no. Early predictions for king or queen of the castle. King-wise, these three, I've said it from day one, haven't I? From the get-go, Jordan, Shane, or Vernon. But I think we're going to see a different side of Shane. Well, mm. you get this with comedians. There's always that. Is he a diva? I don't know. I've never seen him be a diva, but there's always, unfortunately, in this industry, you meet people you really, really, really like, and then you meet them and you say, oh, God, what a beep, beep. You, you know, but you do, don't you? And Shane's always yeah. been lovely, but I don't know him all that well. And I think as a nation, you, you like a likeable character like Alfie Moon. Mm. Everyone loves Alfie Moon. And then you meet the real person in real life, they oh, I don't like his character. Vernon is Vernon, absolutely lovely. George, I think the only thing that Jordan's going to do is get stronger. Is it only, that, well, he honest. can't get any weaker. Let's be honest, he's down here at the minute. Isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I'm really, really, really rooting for him. I really am. But queen-wise, I'd like to see Bev do well. Yeah. Because she seems to be the one who's holds everyone back a little bit. That's how it looked in the trial last mm. night, isn't it? So I think yeah. if she finds her feet as well. I think she's the eldest in there as well, isn't she? Yeah, she might be. Yeah, never met her. But again, I like a persona that you see on the Yeah, she, she's she's sort of Jordan 20 years later and female. Mm. That's my interpretation yeah. of, of Beverly Callas. <laughs> <laughs> and I think those two, I think them two will strike up a good bond, you know. I don't know why, but you can see that they're going to strike up a, a really nice bond. Yeah, I think I think there's going to be a nice, Nothing nice little... Nothing to do with him put, putting his hands in her pockets. No. <laughs> No, not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kerry, thank you so much for being our first celebrity guest on our daily Help I Sex with My Boss Does I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here podcast, which is a bit of a mouthful. Yeah, you're really, really reaching for stars with me, aren't you, love? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, look, we, we've, gone, we've gone to the top. We've gone, we've gone to one of the former monarchs. You can only go uphill, really, for me, can't you? <laughs> well, who knows when producer Ben is in charge. That is all for today. Tomorrow, we will be back giving you an update on what on earth has happened during Frights of the Round Table, and heaven knows what else has gone on in the camp. Thank you for listening. Thank you to the G and Divas and everybody, the nation, for getting behind Jordan. We're cheering him on, and we want you to do the same. We are live tweeting during the show. Well, producer Ben is. So make sure you follow at sexedmyboss and get involved using that hashtag getbehindjordan. And tomorrow we'll have all the reaction to Jordan's I'm a Celebrity Picky Tea with Radio 1's Katie Thistleton. We'll be back tomorrow with more but until then say goodbye producer Ben. Bye guys. Goodbye. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast, uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realise the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faye. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. 
Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.